Hello to everybody at home. Uh, this is the Ordinary Church Podcast. You're here with myself and Pastor Mike. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Connor. want to jump in today on uh, something we actually just recorded some devotional videos on. So maybe you've uh, seen those or you will soon if you haven't, uh, about uh, people who are staying at home or stuck at home. Uh, believers who are at home right now and maybe two camps. One, people who feel like they're, they're stuck at home for health reasons. They want to be back at church, uh, but aren't. And a second group who are maybe enjoying being at home and have uh, decided for other reasons that they don't want to be back in the church. So, Mike, I'm just going to open it up to you. Do you want to maybe read the passage that you'd like to anchor this in and then start to just address each of these groups individually? Let's do it. Okay, so we're going to start in Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. And really the context is on the full assurance of faith. And so here you have the blood of Christ uh, paying for our redemption, and we have this new and living way that's open for us through the curtain that is his flesh. We have a great priest over the house of God. We've got Jesus Christ. And it says that we draw near with the true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. And then it says in verse 23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And, and this is where we get into kind of the nitty gritty of life in the body of Christ, yep. let us consider how to stir one another up to love and good works. So think deeply, think thoughtfully about how you can stir one another up to love and good works. Not neglecting, verse 25, not neglecting to meet together the assembly of believers, the shared responsibility, the yep. common responsibility of believers to do so. Not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some. So some were standing aloof from the body of Christ. Some were um, forsaking, which means to selfishly, willfully, persistently abandon the church, leave it in the lurch, reject it, and really give the church the message, I don't care about you, and I don't want to be with you. Yeah. And so the idea here is not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but, so here's what sincere Christians should do, encouraging one another, that would be to love and good works, that would be to meet together, and all the more, increase, increase, increase. So increasing measure mm -hmm. as you see the day drawing near. The mm -hmm. day, capital D, day, yeah. the day of Christ, the day of Christ's return mm -hmm. when he sets up his kingdom on earth. And so basically we're going to um, be with him forever. But until that day, until you see, the day is drawing near, Closer and closer every day. So we are to do this more and more every day. We're not to trail off in this. Yeah. Right? More and more getting better at it. Uh, <laughs> more and more getting better at it, doing more of it. Yeah. Yeah, right? totally. Okay. Yes. Let me, can I pepper you with a few questions? Pepper okay? me with some questions. All right. Here they come. Uh, let's let's tackle this first group, the group that feels like they're stuck at home right now for health reasons in the COVID season. Uh, first question. Is that group, uh, is someone in that group in violation of Hebrews 10.25? Absolutely not. Why not? Not. They deeply want to do what the Bible says. They're unable to do what it says. Their heart desire is to do what it says. Their body or their, you know, their situation medically or physically, health-wise, uh, causes them not to be able to do so. And so that person, and if that's you listening, you know there's pain in that. There is uh, longing in that. And, you know, First Thessalonians, Paul talks about his ministry with the Thessalonians and how much uh, he cared for them, how much Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy cared for the body of Christ and how 
uh, their lives were a shining example of the gospel mm-hmm. being displayed. And I love it. What he said, we were gentle among you, like a nursing mother t- taking care of her own children. Mm-hmm. And it says being affectionately desirous of you. We were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves, because you had become very dear to us. And the person who can't get to church and wants to be there, they're the person that's affectionately desirous, mm-hmm. uh, deeply desirous of being with the body of Christ. Absolutely. And that same thing would apply to somebody who on an indefinite basis is just yes. home, not able to be the body. Uh, back in the day, the, the term amongst pastors was shut-ins. And we would go and visit the shut-ins and visit, take them communion and mm-hmm. uh, bring the Bible and read to the Bible w- with them and to them and pray for them, visit them. It's like visiting someone who lives in a nursing home, right? Or in a, in a care facility. They aren't able to get out. And so the church needs to go to them. And of course, if someone's got something infectious, that, co- that even isolates them even more. And so the pain goes even deeper. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the body of Christ misses them and they miss the body of Christ. Yeah. And so if that's you, listener, or you know someone like that, they are not uh, in violation of scripture. And please assure their hearts. Please encourage them all the more as you see the day drawing near. Mm-hmm. And remember, if, if that's you and you're stuck at home, you can be ministering, you can be serving, you can be praying, you can be writing notes, you can be... Um, interacting with me. I know of people in our church, there's one in particular that they've, these two women have never met one another in person Hmm. and they have built the sweetest friendship and they talk all the time Hmm. and they can't wait to meet, but one of them is stuck at home because of health and they just haven't met. Wow. And I just heard the story uh, yesterday and one of them shared it with me and I was like, wow. That's amazing. I never would have known. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. So out of that, my next question was going to be, can you help uh, the person who's, who's staying home right now, help them think through how can I do this work of encouraging others mm-hmm. more and more? Mm-hmm. And also maybe give some pointers for people who, who are able to be at church. How can we encourage those who are still stuck at home? Okay. Okay. Yeah. For if you're stuck at home, I would say this. Um, you want to seek to live a holy life before the Lord, right? That's in your heart, in your mind. You don't want to unplug from following the Lord. So you want to do all the things you would usually do as a believer. The word, prayer, fellowship as you can, because now we're so hyper-connected, we can be texting, we can be instant messaging, we can be uh, posting up, you know, encouraging notes on Facebook and Instagram and and Twitter and what have you. Uh, There's just so many opportunities now. And then old school letter writing. You know, I still write notes to people in the church right here in my drawer. Open my drawer up. I got these note cards and envelopes because I try to write a few of these each week to people. Handwritten notes that they would actually put an old school stamp on or, you know, the little stamp machine and send it in the snail mail. And so there's plenty of things you can do. Cooking meals for people. If if it's, you know, if it's allowable with your condition, cooking meals for people and having someone else deliver them. Um, I know of people that have visited from... Seriously, someone's sitting out on the lawn and someone's sitting inside the house with the window open talking. Yeah. So there's plenty of things we can do. There's plenty of workarounds right now. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, to get around that and to encourage each other. Okay. Right. right. And I would say for the church, you go ahead and just do everything you can to bless everyone you can. And so get creative and figure out how we can help those that are stuck at home to uh, feel a part of the church. Yeah. Maybe just a practical thing would be to remember that there are people stuck at home. Yeah. Because we don't see them on Sunday mornings. 
Yeah. And uh, I think I, I know for me, sometimes I forget that there's this whole contingent of people who still haven't been around. Yes. Um, so just to remember them in our prayers and to encourage them. Right. Like people. care packages and yeah. delivering food and what have you, all those kind of things or going shopping for someone or picking stuff up from the store for them, things like that. Totally. No, absolutely. Uh, we all, need to get to the elephant really in the room now, to, right? We yeah. need to move towards it. Yeah. And this is just like you said in the devotional videos, we've recorded a little bit more of a serious topic now, maybe a little bit more of a, a sobering uh, thing to think about. But there are some who would fall in the category of actually being in violation mm-hmm. of Hebrews 10.25. They are resisting uh, gathering. Maybe first question would be this. Could you give some guiding kind of diagnostic type questions to somebody who maybe maybe in their own mind, isn't convinced that they're in that group and they're wondering, you know, am I in violation? Am I just staying home for health reasons? Maybe even, sure. maybe even kind of help somebody maybe see through some of the, the uh, ways they've even talked themselves into thinking, no, I'm okay. You know, okay. that kind of thing. Sure. Let's look at it this way. Let's just say if you had a fever, okay? Mm-hmm. And you had a fever and you're like, I'm not feeling so good today. And you take your temperature and you go, I have a fever. I'm going to do something about that. You're aware, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that if you right now are saying, listener, if you're saying, hey, look, am I in violation of this? And you do all the check downs and, and you realize like what we just explained, you're like, I'm not. Yeah. I just have a really, really tender conscience and I'm always, you know, making sure. Mm. Well, first of all, that's a good sign because that means that you want to be right with the Lord and with his people and say, okay, just, it's okay. Just relax, rest in the Lord and right just on. keep doing what you're doing. Yep. If the, there's a person who knows they're doing this, you know, they don't, they're doing it and they don't care, right? So that's hard. You can't just go up to them and, you know, knock them upside the head and say, hey, don't do that anymore. And they're going to be like, you know, you're right. <laughs> um, let's say, let's take the middle ground. Could there be someone just kind of unaware, mm. maybe, in this setting, in this moment in time, you could have gotten lulled to sleep, could have gotten lazy. I think if you're still, you know, sitting on the couch, church, church uh, surfing on a Sunday morning over five churches because you don't really want to get up yeah. and get dressed and what have you. You know, hey, if that's you, listener, get a move on, as my dad would say in the morning <laughs> when I was younger and wasn't getting up. Get a move on it, buddy, right now. You got stuff to do, right? So I would say if that's you and you've gotten lazy, you kind of already know that. And I'd say you need to push yourself and mm-hmm. um, shame on the church if we haven't pushed people in the most loving way, mm. Okay. Um, but also shame on church members that are just going lazy. And, and in this moment, it's very easy to hide. Yeah. But let's go to that furthest part, the furthest place where someone is selfishly and willfully and persistently abandoning and rejecting the church and leaving it in the lurch and saying, I don't care about you. I don't want to be with you. Yeah. What do you do? A lot of people will say, well, let them go. You know, let them keep walking because I don't want to be with them either because I don't like them. Yeah. Uh, I think we're too fixated on the cult of personality in the church sometimes where we hyper like some people and hyper dislike others. And we are fixed on people rather than Christ. If we're fixated on Christ, we will find it in ourselves to do the hard work of getting to know those that we are not fully always comfortable around and working through things that we need to work through. Um, There, it could be a person who's gone from the assembly right now and is hopping churches and they're forsaking the assembly because they're sl- they're skating. Nobody knows them. There's no accountability. Yeah. There's no expectations. I'm just a consumer, right? Mm. And I would just say we need to pray 
for God to stop people in their tracks and help them see what the Bible says and help them see that the church is God's plan for our spiritual growth, that we absolutely need the church, that we cannot do without the church as as believers in Christ who are trusting in his finished work on the cross. Uh, You're trusting in in Christ's shed blood, then you will be with uh, the shared fellowship of believers. You will not want to forsake the assembly of believers. So if someone is forsaking, they have to say, am I really a believer? Because why do I not want to be around Christians? Now, you might say, well, I've gotten hurt. Well, you need to get through that. Like, are you the victim completely? Did you do anything to anyone else? Mm. And let's say you're 99.9% the victim. You can still, you're still called to forgive. You're still called to work through it. You're still called to be a part of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. I do not see anything in Hebrews 10 that says, by the way, you're off the hook. Here's a footnote. (laughs) You're off the hook. If someone looked at you the wrong way or spoke unkindly to you, or didn't, you know, keep the piano you gave to the church 50 years ago or whatever you're upset about. You know, the church changed the service times on you and you didn't, you didn't, weren't, you weren't consulted. Or the church, uh, you know, brought somebody onto staff and you don't like their personality or whatever it is. You don't like all the elders or the deacons or the deaconesses or whatever. Or maybe you just don't like your small group. You know, I don't know. Some people will just be unhappy everywhere they go. You know, just learn to take the high road and say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I want to love Jesus and love others. I want to repent of my negativity and I want to re-engage with the body of Christ. Um, I hope that that, I, I seriously hope that there's some listener out there that kind of got nudged loose. Like it's kind of like you're working in your yard and there's a rock in the yard in the dirt. I've done a lot of this this summer. There's a rock there and you have to kind of dig around and uh-huh. kind of Give jostle it, it yeah, kind of yeah. get it, you know, kind of knock it loose a little bit. But once it's loose, now it's free. And you want to be free in Christ. You want to not be bound by the shackles of sin or the shackles of selfishness. You really do want to experience the, the full breadth of life in the body of Christ. Yeah. So yeah. re-engage. You need the Bible in your life. You need people reading the Bible with you and you reading the Bible with others. You need praying with others. Uh, you need serving with others. You know, we say at Grace right now, serve somewhere. Yeah. And you need to serve alongside other people. Yeah. We have a parking lot ministry where people are. Uh, you get to greet people as they're driving in, which helps slow them down as well. So there's two <laughs> things that are good there. People are greeted and people get to drive slower and safer. Um, we have greeters. We have ushers. We have Sunday school teachers, youth leaders, Awana leaders, uh, home groups. You know, We have mm-hmm. so many opportunities, men's groups, women's groups, so many opportunities to serve. Yeah. Um, on Clados, we have... They, they're delivering uh, you know, food, put, putting out food on Saturdays. We've got the park ministries that we're starting to reignite. Mm-hmm. So there are so many opportunities to serve and to be in this uh, spurring one another on to love and good deeds. Totally. You get involved on Sundays. You get involved in serving. You get involved in a small group. Um, you're not going to have time to sit there and stew <laughs> in whatever yeah. it is that's bugging you, that's keeping you away. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're stuck at home, we love you, we care about you, we pray for you, and, and we want to help you. Um, if you're just staying at home, but you're not stuck, consider what we're saying. Yeah. Consider the Word of God. Right on. Well, we'll leave it right there. Listeners at home, we hope this was helpful to you, and we will, uh, we'll talk to you next week.